Hi, I'm Chelsea, the Christian Nutritionist. Welcome to the Christian Health Club podcast. We are here to fire you up in spirit, mind, and body so that you can get out into the world and be everything God created you to be. Welcome to the club. Here we go. Hello, friend. Welcome back to the club. How are you today? I hope you are having a great day, a great week. Today, we're going to thank some zinc. I have been getting um, more diligent about having my clients test themselves for a zinc deficiency. So um, at the end of the podcast, I'll tell you a little bit more about that. There's a a self-test you can do at home to see if you are zinc deficient. And so I'll tell you about that more um, later. But that, so zinc has been more on my brain. It's just been really um, something I've been doing a lot with my clients. And I also did a workshop earlier in the summer in the Christian Health Club on the zinc self-test. And so for you Christian Health Club members, you can go back in your portal and look for that. Um, it is already there. But also, I think, you know, as we are kind of in this cold and flu season, a lot of us are thinking about zinc um, as an immune booster. And, you know, zinc certainly is um, an important part of the immune system. Um, but it's an important part of so many systems. And I think that uh, a lot of us don't realize that. And so I wanted to share some of those um, critical ways that our body uses zinc. It is an essential trace element, um, and it's essential, like essential to the bod, like all your cells must have it. So let's, um, let's talk about some of the ways that your body uses zinc. I think some of these you'll be um, surprised, kind of fascinated, um, and just really interested. So um, one of the ways that zinc is really important is just to have pretty skin. Um, zinc is really important for um, keeping the structure and integrity of your skin. Um, it regulates skin cell production and turnover. Okay, so we automatically think, you know, anti-aging for, you know, our skin. Um, you want those cells to turn over. You want those, you know, dead cells gone. You want fresh cells. You want that, you want that to be working very well. And zinc is a part of, plays a part in that. Um, you also need zinc for collagen formation. So, you know, y'all know that I'm on the collagen wagon up at collagen on my coffee every morning. I know a lot of you do that as well. Collagen is, supposed to be the most abundant protein in the body and it's really good for um, skin you know skin hair and nails um, as a beauty you know kind of beauty treatment but then you need collagen for lots of other things and a lot of people find it helpful um, for reducing joint pain I had somebody able to go off arthritis medications when she added collagen into um, her daily you know her daily mix so 
Um, so that's a good one. But zinc, you know, zinc is important for helping us um, to create collagen in the body. So um, we want to have it for that. And zinc in general just helps fight inflammation. So when we're thinking about our skin, you know, I think acne, things like that, it's going to help minimize um, the inflammation that we would have in our skin. So the top layer of the skin is concentrated with more than six times the zinc than the lower layers. Um, but you know, what if you don't have enough there? You know, what if you don't have enough zinc at the place you need it? Um, the integrity, integrity of your skin will suffer, you know? So, um, whether your goal is, you know, anti-aging for your skin or overcoming acne or reducing redness, we want to think zinc. Now, also with skin, zinc plays a huge part in um, how your body can heal wounds. So one of the questions on the nutritional assessment that I give to all of my clients um, is, do you um, notice if heal uh, wounds heal, you know, slowly or quickly? Because if they heal slowly, kind of abnormally slow, you know, you're like, man, I cut myself like so long ago. Why is this not healing up, you know, better or quicker? Um, that is a sign of zinc deficiency. Um, so that is something to know about it because zinc, you know, will rally around the broken skin and help facilitate healing. But again, um, you know, if you don't have enough there, you don't have enough in the body to do that, um, then that process is going to be slower. So um, that zinc along with proteins and um, other enzymes just works in general to control the inflammation um, around a wound, you know, in the skin and help protect again infect against infection and just help transport those new cells to the place of the cut. So um, really important for that. And then, you know, so that's kind of zinc on the inside, you know, inside out, but topical zinc, like zinc oxide is just fantastic for your skin as far as protecting it from sun damage um, because it acts as a physical barrier against the sun and it's such a better option than um, using the chemical sunscreens. I'm just not a fan of your, your typical spray-on sunscreen, you know, tropical, whatever you might have <laughs> that is just full of all of these chemicals that you spray right onto your skin, which is the largest organ in your, uh, you know, in your body. And it soaks in and it's just um, not helpful, y'all, not helpful for the body. So that topical zinc as a sunscreen is fantastic. I use, um, I use Beauty Counters Dew Skin, which is a tinted zinc sunscreen. I use that under my makeup every day. It is my favorite Beauty Counter pro product. It is like, that was my gateway. <laughs> that was my gateway drug into Beauty Counter. It was the one that made me a convert. And I guess if I really honestly had to pick one Beauty Counter product that I couldn't live without, it would be that one just because I, you know, get up, put on my moisturizer and I put on that as well. So, um, it's important to, um, you know, protect your skin and I'm better about it on my face than I am the rest of my body. I will admit that, but, um, zinc, the zinc oxide, the nano zinc oxides are really good option for, um, for protecting your skin from the sun. 
Okay, so that's skin. So zinc's super critical for skin. Um, let's talk about kids. Why zinc is important for your kids. Um, it plays a big role in um, the proper growth. You know, as they are growing and just making their bones and tissues and organs and brain, everything that's growing in these sweet babies of ours, um, zinc's important. A deficiency in zinc can delay puberty. Um, it can contribute to short stature. And it's just really, really important for their brain development and cognitive skills. What's also interesting about a zinc deficiency is that it could be part of the problem, part of the reason that your kid is a picky eater. Or maybe it's part of your problem if you are a picky eater. Um, because zinc plays a role in sensory perception, in the taste and smell of food. And so when this mineral is lacking in the body, it can lead to loss of appetite or disinterest in food. So isn't that kind of interesting? Um, so we want to make sure that we've got plenty of zinc and for sure our kiddos do. And if you or your kids um, are the people that catch all the things like every sickness, illness, germ, bacteria, everything, you know, you are the person that gets it all, then that's another sign that you may be low in zinc. Um, because yes, your immune system relies on zinc. It is one piece of the puzzle in helping your immune system function um, like your national defense system. That's we like to think of our, you know, our uh, immune system is just our protector from all of those enemy pathogens out there. And so um, your troops, so to speak, your the troops of your national defense system, they love them some zinc and they need zinc. So you want to make sure that, um, you know, in, in the prevention of just being catching all the things, you know, and getting the colds and stuff, um, just having enough zinc in the body will already help you do that. But then, you know, if you do catch something like a cold, zinc has been shown to shorten the lifespan of it. If you, you know, catch it early and give your body a little extra zinc love, you know, early on, then you can kind of nip it in the bud faster. So that's really helpful. Um, and then while we're talking about immune system, which most of your immune system lies in your gut, you know, about 70 to 80% of your immune system is in your gut. And that is, you know, part of the reason that gut health is so critical. It's all right in there together, y'all. So, um, in order to have a healthy and robust immune system, your gut has got to be working right. And so um, one of the ways that zinc is important for that is one to help you make the gastric juices for digestion. So zinc is um, one of the one of the elements in our um, in our stomach acid. And we need enough zinc to be able to make enough stomach acid and we need enough stomach acid to break down our food. Now sometime I'm gonna come on here and do a whole episode on stomach acid because I can't tell you how many people are deficient in stomach acid um, but would swear up and down that they are opposite, that they have so much acid that they have um, reflux and heartburn and all of that. But that is quite often 
um, that can be a sign that you don't have enough. And so I'll get into that another time. But stomach acid, just y'all know, is it's you've got to have enough to break down your food. If you cannot break down the food you are eating, then that food cannot get to all of your cells in the body. And so zinc's an important um, component of that. So we want to make sure that we've got enough zinc to make all that good gastric juice to break it down. Um, and then zinc is also really important for, um, for our gut, um, the lining of our gut, our gut barrier. So you may have heard of the term leaky gut, right? And so um, the, the lining of the small intestine um, is supposed to be, you know, allow a reasonable um, amount of nutrients into the bloodstream. But when we have a leaky gut, it's kind of like, I, I like to think of the small intestinal lining as like cheesecloth. That's kind of how I describe it to my clients. You know, the consistency of cheesecloth, it's like got a little bitty holes in it, you know, just, you know, that would be enough to allow some of the nutrients in. But if you have a leaky gut, it's like somebody came and ripped big old holes in your cheesecloth. And now like big hunks of food can get into your bloodstream and create um, a situation for food intolerance, food allergies, autoimmune issues. Um, and so leaky gut is, that is not good, not good for the body, but you need enough zinc to help kind of shore up that intestinal lining and um, make it the barrier that it needs to be. Now, this is really interesting. Um, when we're talking about autoimmune disease, um, leaky gut is, you know, one of the root causes, you know, of that. And so, um, as I was looking through this, I came across um, I came across this humdinger of a statement <laughs> from the Paleo Mom. Listen to what she says regarding the link between zinc and autoimmune disease. I consider the Paleo Mom one of the you know top resources. If you have an autoimmune disease, check out her website. She is just that is kind of her dealio. She is a wealth of information. So if you have an autoimmune disease, check out her website. But listen to what she says um, about zinc. She says, zinc deficiency is arguably the most common micronutrient deficiency in autoimmune disease. I mean, that that's a big old statement, y'all. Um, she says it has been linked to rheumatoid arthritis, multiple sclerosis, um, Alzheimer's disease, um, autoimmune hepatitis, primary biliary cirrhosis, um, thyroid, um, systemic lupus, and type 1 diabetes. And she says, in all cases in which supplementation of zinc has been evaluated, benefits have been observed in some cases, including dramatic reversal of the disease. So when people um, with autoimmune disease get sufficient zinc, it really can be a game changer, okay? So um, that's why, you know, gotta have enough zinc, good gut, and really critical for those of you that have autoimmune conditions. Okay, um, next big thing. This is interesting, I think, that how zinc plays a role in your libido. So zinc has been called the quote unquote, ultimate sex mineral. Mm, that's a pretty, 
pretty jazzy title for you, Zinc. Um, so if you've ever heard that oysters are an aphrodisiac, have you ever heard of that? Um, it's because they um, are chock full of zinc. Okay. And so zinc is um, a critical for making testosterone. And ladies, we need testosterone to have a healthy libido. Okay. And there's all kinds of ways that gets messed up in the body, um, not making enough testosterone, but a zinc deficiency, um, is one of them. So um, studies show that women with a greater sex drive have higher levels of testosterone. So we certainly want to make sure we're getting enough testosterone and that is going to um, partially depend on getting enough zinc. And you know, having low testosterone can lead to low sperm count and erectile dysfunction in men. So our you know our dudes need their zinc as well. And you know it makes me so crazy, you know you'll see how many, the barrage of ads, you know, on TV for things like Viagra, you know, and whatever it is, whatever they're trying to address, whatever problem you've got going on in the body, they're trying to address with some kind of drug on TV. Y'all, I mean, sometimes it's just this lack of vitamins and minerals, these micronutrients that the body must have to function, you know, trying to put band-aids over things with drugs and, you know, all of these things that really we just, we need to be getting for um, all of our cells, you know, and we're talking about libido here and, um, you know, a man that might have erectile dysfunction, you know, yes, he needs zinc for that, but he needs zinc for all of these other things as well, you know, as do we as women. So um, if he's got that problem, he's likely low in zinc, and that's going to create problems in other areas, perhaps some of these other areas that we've talked about. Um, you know, if you listen to the podcast that I did, um, I get on skipping breakfast, and I did a little sidebar about um, Kellogg, the Kellogg's company and how John Harvey Kellogg had um, developed cornflakes, you know, that was one of the first foods he created. And one of the reasons that he did that is um, he believed that bland foods would help to, I guess, stymie sexual desire. You know, part of his religious belief was that um, that was just part of his religious belief. And so he believed that these, you know, bland foods um, would help do that. And that foods that were spicy or meat, you know, um, meat would be too stimulating and the, um, it, you know, promoting more sexual desire in a, you know, a stronger libido. And so it's interesting because meat is also one of the best sources, one of the best ways to get zinc. And so um, maybe he, you know, knew what he was talking about. Because like I said, in that podcast, we know that when we get too many carbohydrates or too many processed foods, that can also create hormonal issues that would squash our, our libido. So anytime I'm talking about all of this stuff, y'all, you know, it's zinc's not going to be the only, the only thing that could be creating something like a low libido or any of these other um, situations or health problems, but it's a component. You know, there's so many things that work together in the body. And, um, you know, I'm just telling you, I just like to come on here and share different ones with you. And it's just all, they're all pieces of the puzzle that we have to put together for ourselves. But um, zinc is one of those, you know. Um, and then another one I want to talk about here is how zinc helps you 
um, detoxify alcohol. I can't tell you how many people um, talk, you know, talk to me about how, man, I cannot handle my alcohol like I used to. And not that we should be handling large amounts of alcohol, y'all, obviously. But um, as people start creeping into their 30s and 40s, I hear this a lot. Um, man, I just, you know, I have a couple glasses of wine and it just knocks me on my tail. Like I cannot recover or it just hurts me, you know, when it didn't used to. And so, you know, number one, you know, the liver, um, as we age, it gets more burdened, you know, if we're not taking care of ourselves in general, if we're eating a bunch of crappy food, you know, and obviously if you're drinking too much, that's not good for your liver, but, um, foods that are of low quality, you know, all of these, um, these terrible seed oils, you know, unhealthy fats and um, high fructose corn syrup and all of these pesticides and chemicals and just your liver has so much to detoxify and, you know, all the food situation and the, the things that we're putting on our body, the air we're breathing in, it's got a lot to do. So, you know, we need healthy livers in general to be able to doc detoxify anything. But, um, there is an enzyme called alcohol dehydrogenase, which is a zinc-dependent enzyme, okay, that you need to detoxify alcohol. And so a zinc deficiency can prevent this enzyme from working. And so, yep, if you, that's actually um, also on nutritional assessment that I have people fill out. There's a couple questions about you know, how you handle your vino. <laughs> Are you handling your vino okay? Um, and if the answer is no, then um, this is one of the, you know, one of the things that it could be a root cause or contributing to it. So it's kind of interesting. So um, if you're going to drink, think zinc for sure. Um, and then finally, um, just how zinc helps metabolism by promoting um, thyroid hormones. So it helps the conversion from thyroxine um, into T3. So thyroxine is that main hormone secreted into the bloodstream by the thyroid gland. Um, and it, it is an inactive form. And then um, it becomes, it's converted into an active form, and most of it is, which is what we call T3. Um, but zinc is plays a part and helpful in this conversion. And so um, it's one of the minerals that we need, one of the micronutrients we need, need to help make that happen. And so I know a lot of you um, suffer with thyroid issues. And again, it's, you know, zinc plays one role in a lot. You just need a nutrient-dense nutrient diet, you know, for so many reasons. Um, and zinc is one of them. So, okay, so those are some of the ways. Now, zinc plays a role in the body in lots of other ways, but I thought those would be some interesting ones to talk about and um, kind of catch your attention. And let's talk about where we get zinc. So I already mentioned a few, um, a few superfoods for zinc being oysters and red meat. And actually, um, zinc is most best found in its bioavailable form from animal sources of food. So when we say bioavailable, that means that it's 
most available to the body. It's easy for your body, easier for your body to absorb, to utilize, to assimilate. And there are certain vitamins and minerals from both the animal and plant kingdoms. They kind of claim their own vitamins and minerals that work really well um, for bioavailability to the body. And zinc happens to be one that is um, best utilized from animal sources of food. So like I said, oysters, aphrodisiac. Um, and I don't know if you like oysters. I didn't like them till later in life, but I do like them now. Um, same with sardines. I didn't like sardines till later in life, but don't give up on foods. Keep trying them like with your kids. Just keep trying. Even if it takes 40 or 50 years, <laughs> keep on going. So oysters and other selfish, shellfish, red meat, um, poultry, and then you can also get it from um, some plant foods like legumes, like beans, um, lentils, nuts and seeds, especially like pumpkin and hemp and flax. Um, but again, it is best absorbed and utilized from animal sources of food. So zinc, there's zinc deficiency is more common among vegetarians and people who consume a lot of grains, um, like, you know, legumes and um, just general, in general, just grains, because there's something called phytic acid. Okay. And phytic acid is a small molecule that's found in seeds like grains, beans, nut, and even nuts. Um, and that what happens is that it will, um, kind of block, um, zinc from being absorbed in the body. So it binds up certain micronutrients like calcium and iron and magnesium and zinc and reduces um, the way that the body is able to to use them to absorb them and assimilate them so if you or your child has a diet that's heavy in grains then you may not be getting enough zinc okay again it's just one of the reasons that this is one of the reasons it's better um, easier to get from animal sources of food from the body. We just um, don't have that, you know, that presence of phytic acid um, so much that is blocking um, your body's ability to use it. So, um, okay, so you might be like, well, you know, how do I know if I'm zinc deficient? Well, if any of those things we talked about, if you feel lacking in any of those areas, could it be a possibility that you are zinc deficient, you know, and especially if you um, are not a big oyster or red meat eater, you might not be getting enough zinc. Um, so there is a, a simple self-test that you can do at home to figure out um, whether or not you're deficient in zinc. Um, and I'm, if you go to the christiannutritionist.com backslash zinc, um, then I can give you all of the instructions on how to do this. I'll go over it real briefly here. But if you go there, then you can download the instructions on how to do it so you have them in front of you. So the christiannutritionist.com backslash zinc, go there. But essentially what you're doing is um, you can get a liquid zinc that you hold in your mouth, okay? you you It's almost like you're putting... Um, mouthwash in your mouth. It's you take a little shot of zinc, hold it in your mouth and how quickly you can taste the zinc will determine whether or not 
you might be zinc deficient. So if you taste it right away, like you put that in your mouth and it tastes really bitter, then your body's awful up. You're good to go. <laughs> um, but if you hold it in your mouth and it doesn't taste like anything, it just tastes like water, then um, that could be a sign that you are zinc deficient. And I love these tests that we can do um, where the body gives us feedback. Um, I love that. There's also the test, um, self-test I have clients do um, to know whether they need um, stomach acid or not. And the body will give you that feedback for that as well. But the zinc test is super easy to do. In that way, you kind of know where you stand, you know, depending on how quickly you taste that, um, you get that taste in your mouth of the zinc, then you'll know, have kind of a more of a feel how deficient you are. And, you know, you could do this on you, you could do this on your kids. Um, if you get one of the bottles of liquid zinc, and again, I will, I'll share with you in that, um, in that information page, if you'll go and get it, what I use and then what um, I use to supplement with um, for zinc deficiency. I recently did it on myself and I was zinc deficient, um, which was kind of surprising. I feel like I I get a lot of zinc because my husband's a cattle rancher. Although, you know what was interesting? I did do the zinc test during um, the time when I wasn't eating red meat because of my, um, when I took the food sensitivity test. But I'm back on it. I'm back on the beef. Thank goodness. And so um, I should probably retest myself and see where I am. I'm probably good now. So um, anyway, that would be a good way to, um, to know, to figure that out for yourself. But, you know, it's important to know also, you don't want to over supplement with zinc because if you do, you run the risk of overpowering your body's ability to absorb copper, which is another important mineral. So there's, there's certain minerals in the body that kind of work, I call it like frenemies, you know, like they, they need each other, they like each other. Um, but one, you know, one can easily overpower the other, like they could, they're competitive, you know, they need each other, they like each other, but they're competitive. They're kind of like frenemies. And zinc and um, copper are like that. So are vitamins A and D, they're kind of like that too. Um, but zinc and copper, if you have too much zinc, if you're getting too much zinc, then you will reduce your body's ability to absorb copper. So you don't want to overdo the zinc, right? Um, so that's important to know as well. Um, so anyway, I hope that you find all of this info helpful and interesting. And um, I encourage you to go, um, go, get, go download that sheet so you can self-test yourself to figure out if zinc is something you need to beef up on. Haha, <laughs> see what I did there? Beef up on? Um, or maybe supplement. Um, either one of those ways. You know, we always like to get it from um, real food the way God made it. That's the best way to get your um, your nutrients, your micronutrients, your macronutrients also. Um, but sometimes when we are deficient, and we're lacking, our body needs a little boost, a little booster, you know, to kind of get back up to speed. And um, that's why supplementation can be helpful in um, a short-term situation to just, you know, kind of help resaturate the cells with these necessary, um, these necessary minerals that we need 
to keep ourselves strong and healthy. So anyway, thanks guys for being here. Um, and let me know what you thought about this episode. Um, I would love some feedback, some comments, share it with somebody you know, subscribe. Those are all ways that um, we can spread this message of real food the way God made it and healthier um, bodies and healthier spirits, healthier minds, and just so that we um, can be the best version of ourselves and get out into the world and be all God created us to be. My goal for you is to feel well so that you serve well. So I hope you enjoyed this one. Have a healthy and blessed week, and I will talk to you soon. Remember that my mom is an awesome nutritionist, but she's not a doctor. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Always talk to your doctor before making changes to your nutrition or exercise program. Thanks for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week.